And welcome to another edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Rebar. And me, Paul Laux. And in today's episode, we got some juicy stuff going on. Is that accurate? Yes. So I'm back with the uh, interesting stories. Yes. Hit me up. We had to to, uh, discuss this beforehand because this one actually involves a butthole. So just uh, FYI, this is not safe to blast at work. (laughs) Um, If you feel sensitive to topics, this might not be the episode to listen to. You can go back and listen to our Hallmark episode. But uh, Paul, continue onwards. All right. So... Do, don't you just love social media influencers? Because that's oh, where it all begins. God. I just I hate the idea of influencers. No one influences. No, me. nobody. Especially when you have like ten thousand followers. Like no one's watching. Oh your my show. gosh! Exactly. But anyways, it started by this one who, for some reason, thought you could do an, an energy shot by um, literally just exposing your butt to the sun, like basically tanning your butt. Oh my god. And so this guy like he didn't show himself like obviously doing it. Mm-hmm. But like just spread eagle pointed at the sun. It's like Jeez. all you need is like thirty seconds of the sun on your butthole and it'll be like it'll give you all this energy. Oh god. So now there's this like huge rash of people literally burning their butt their gooches. Oh my yeah, god. Like, like frying them. And doctors are saying, like, can you please like not. not do this? Can you imagine being a doctor? You go through all this med school <laughs> and you have to release the statement saying, please don't tan your butthole. You know, it's one of those things where I like to I try and think positively of the human race. And you hear a story like that, and you're like, wow, people are really that stupid. And I'm not surprised. You really that surprised? No, because, like, worse things have happened. But uh, the doctors also said, yeah, it doesn't actually work. You're not doing anything. No. You need caffeine. Like, I your, have my your, Dunkin' right your, here. Your like... butt skin's not absorbing any more vitamin D than anywhere else on your body. Yeah. The only thing that's going to change is it's it's kind of like the Darwin effect, in a way. It's like, if you're dumb enough to try this, maybe you kind of deserve the, uh, yeah. the burn butt. Someone's actually trying to sue the guy because he said he couldn't sit really? down for a week. Well, Because see... he literally fried his butt. I don't know. That's tough because it's like if you're gonna give misinformation like that, you know, do you deserve repercussions? But at the same time, like you have that much time and energy to sue somebody. You can say whatever you want, really. Oh, that ambulance went off like (laughs) it was the thought police. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, someone probably burned their butt. But you know, and I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer of this. You can say what you want, but then you have to be ready to accept the consequences of what you say. So if you say hate speech, get ready for Twitter to come after you. You know what I mean? Well, if you say something like, oh, there's a fire and there's no fire, then yeah, you deserve to well, be arrested for that. It's it's weird we got onto this topic, but oh, yeah. I always love when people, you know, talk about the First Amendment stuff. And people, I mean, you have to realize, too, the, the First Amendment only protects you from the government doing anything to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything about anybody else or other private businesses. Exactly. It doesn't hold you against anything like that. And I don't know so you can you, be fired for stuff you yeah. say, and people say First Amendment was like, well, it's not the government firing yeah. you. And I don't, know if you, I don't know if you saw this recently. I was really kind of pissy about it. Uh, Tim Allen was doing an interview where he basically was like, yeah. Tim Allen, haven't heard that I know, name in right? a while. Well, for good reason. Um, and he's like, yeah, I just hate how the thought police and all the people, the PC culture and blah, blah, blah. And Wait, hold they, on one second. Didn't he just have that really like uh, right-wing show, like that sitcom? Like he had two that years back? Wasn't it like Last Man or It was standings? like two years back. It didn't last... Maybe it lasted longer than I thought. I don't know. I, I don't but know. anyways, go it's ahead. It's a CBS sitcom. I don't think anybody watches it. Um, but on top of that, it's like, you know, complaining about like, well, back in my day, we were allowed to say these words and these terms and these blah, blah. And it's like, well, guess what, dude? It was always shitty of you to do that. Yeah. It was always rude of you to, you know, use the N word and the F word and the R word, right? And it's like, 
and I'm actually glad that we live in a society that it says, you know, that's not cool. Because there's so many things that are funny in life, and if your humor is just about, like, using raunchy language and, like, prejudice, like, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I saw this thing online. It's, it was someone complaining. It was like, oh, I, my parents uh, spanked. It was an older person. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, my parents spanked me, and I turned out just fine. And instead of having this long, detailed response about spanking, yeah. you know, why you shouldn't do it, this person literally just <laughs> responded, well, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I see that tweet all the time. Like, people will be like, oh, I was spanked as a child. It never hurt me, and it'll have, like, a lot of retweets. And it's like, okay, great, but the point is... You know, children are echo chambers. Mm-hmm. Like we, when we're two, three, four, five, six, seven, we value our parents so much so that we replicate them. Mm-hmm. So if our parents are yelling and are being violent, we replicate that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like, oh, we all don't make mistakes or that we're not, we all don't have like we have to be these perfect angels. But you know, it's just it's just food for thought at the end of the day. Food for thought. Moving on. All right, so it's Christmas time. We're on Christmas time, so I always feel bad ordering for Amazon Prime. I really do, and like, I, know. I don't know if I'd feel as bad if the conditions I know in the Amazon warehouse didn't <sighs> suck. Yeah. Like, if those people are gonna pay like fifty bucks an hour, I wouldn't feel as bad. Let's, I mean, it's I think they finally time. made it like I think it's fifteen here in Cleveland. That's still like for that. I, you that know, work. the sad truth is, it's better than a lot of like, you know. Like, where is the nearest Amazon warehouse? Anyway? Well, they have a huge one in Euclid now, the okay. old Euclid Mall. Oh, look at that! Yeah. But now I get that. But it's just it's still it's well, the, it's a tough it's a tough job. It's, it's a, not oh, easy. no, absolutely. I mean, well, and tougher this, than this. I feel like this is like today. It's all about people, but you know, like you'll see people tweet like, "Oh, well, I don't get why people who work at Amazon or McDonald's should get fifteen when I don't make that much at my job as like an EMS or as my job in the army." And it's like, mm-hmm. no, the point isn't. Let's. Everyone should get a pay raise <laughs> because we have the money. You know what I mean? In the sense of like the one percent, it's like there, everyone, there, everyone deserves a pay raise. There's a well. The thing is, in my opinion, we've gotten kind of the point of no return because there is a, there is a serious effect of a shock to the system if you just immediately sp- tripled the minimum wage. There would be a shock to to everything. But you know what the problem is too. Minimum wage has been the minimum wage for decades now. Well, that's the problem. That's, you know what I mean? Well, and it's what, like, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Was we've always been behind the curve. Like cost yeah. of living has gone up, cost but of the, living the goes wages up, have matched it. Wages. So have we've cut. gotten to this point where, in order to catch it up where it needs to be, yeah. it would shock the system so badly mm-hmm. that it would not be the best. I, I, I mean, but the truth, the truth is, it, it needs to get there. I don't know how you do. I mean, I, very the question is, how do you know. do it, right? But I mean, that's I'm not the smart truth. enough to know. Because can you imagine a world where like. You know, we were, right now we were at a 13 minimum wage that was more on par with where it's supposed to be. If you look at inflation and you look at, I mean, I think there'd be a lot more happier people. There'd be a lot more stable people. You know what I mean? I don't know. And the money's there. Anyway, this is really a dark episode. It's so dark and twisty. Uh, It started because we were talking about Amazon. Yes. And there was a story about a guy who wanted to buy uh, a nice gift. So he bought a Apple Watch on uh, Amazon. And he got the package in the nail. He opened up the box. Instead, what he was sent was a $5 plunger. (gasps) Oh, (laughs) I'd be pissed. Obviously, it was just a mix-up. But can you imagine that guy? Just like, wait, finally get your... um, uh, you get your Apple Watch, and instead, it's just a uh, $5 plunger. And those robots that gave him the plunger really think that they're ready to take over the world. I disagree. All right, so there's a, a new Tucson business. 
that this is the this might be one of the weirdest headlines I've yeah. ever I've ever come across. Come across. So I didn't realize this is a big thing, but apparently uh, matching uh, lipstick to your skin tone is like a really hard thing to do. I didn't know this was really a thing. I, I didn't know. I don't wear okay. lipstick, but apparently it's a really difficult. I thought thing you just wear whatever you want. I thought so too, but I'm a dumbass and don't wear, wow. so I don't know. But apparently it's <laughs> it's very hard to. We're gonna have to call use. a lipstick expert. Well, this people apparently this business in Tucson, Arizona, apparently found out the best way to do it. Oh, and they match your lipstick to your nipple color. Oh, and they said that is the best color for it. Wow. And I was like, you know what? That actually might make sense. It's already on you. Yeah, that's. But that is so. Isn't that weird? weird? They match your lipstick to your nipple color. How do you even tell that to your friend? Like your friend's like, I don't know what kind of lipstick. It's like, use your nipple color. And it'll be a perfect shade of lipstick. Like, that's so creepy. <laughs> Isn't it, though? That's creepy. Would you do that? Would you have your, like, nipple graph to, like... Well, when I think of my bright pink nips, I do think that <laughs> they would look really good as a color. Of I mean, it makes sense, because it's already on you. I guess... I, Unless they're really funny. I think the idea is the idea is that nipple color automatically goes great with your skin color. And I I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Try it at home. I don't know. All right. So there's a Texas restaurant now that is selling $400 fajitas. Why $400 fajitas? Uh, it's got gold flakes on it. Now, how do you feel about this? Would you? I mean, oh, my God. It's the stupidest feeding frenzy. I was craze. in New York City about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I saw this pizza. It had like, it was covered in like that. I don't Gold is not edible. Why are we eating heavy metals? Well, I don't think the I don't think it's actual gold, or is it? I thought it was like like is it actual actually gold? maybe it is actual gold. gold. I mean, I don't understand why you do that. It's because people want to feel fancy. Uh, but it was this pizza that had like it was basically covered in gold. It was fourteen thousand dollars. Oh my god! It was New York City, so you never know who's going to buy it. Yeah. You also had to order it a week in advance. Oh my god! Of course. But fourteen thousand dollars. Would you ever do that? Like have no. one slice no. just to say you did it, no. even if it was free. Said we if it was free, yes. Okay. Fourteen thousand? No. I, I honestly don't. More know. More than like ten bucks, probably not. I honestly don't know if I could do it free, because I don't want to eat a heavy metal. Well, I don't know. You only live once. All right. Yolo. Everything kills you. Kentucky. This is the dark and twisty podcast today. So moving on to the Kentucky Derby. Of all oh, things. okay. Because I didn't realize how people get uh, how obsessed people get with the horses. Yeah. Uh, you can now buy the winner's poop. Okay. No. It's $200. Oh, my God. Dude, if life was that easy where I could sell my poop for 200 bucks, I'd or, be there. Or, 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 like, you could literally just be like, hey, you know what? I'll just buy this uh, oh God. This, uh, this turd for $200. Yeah. Okay. And what was the last? Um, oh, yeah. And in Russia. Moving on to Russia. Sometimes Russia has good ideas. Yeah. Because they have found out. I want to know who's the first person to think about this, though. They put VR headsets on their cows. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess showed them, like, videos of open fields and mm. pastures like that. And it actually severely improved their milk production. Mm. Isn't that interesting? But where were they cows at that they didn't have their pastures? I don't know. It's Russia. So who knows? <laughs> In the middle they, of, like, a snowstorm? Who, <laughs> who knows what they were looking at? Like, you know the how Moscow I mean, the Russian I don't know. cows are like, moo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see though? Russia they unearthed this like fossilized no well not fossilized because it had like its fur and whiskers but they found like a puppy from like eighteen thousand years ago. Oh yeah, did I thought it was that? further than that. Uh, maybe it's I thought more, it was like a million or something. Maybe I don't know, ago. but like, did you see that thing? It was like kind of mm-hmm. cute, but also kind of like damn. What do uh, Swedish dogs say? 
Bar, a dar, bar, Bjork. Bork. <laughs> I like that. that Bjork. <laughs> Bjork. All right, I'm done. Moving on. Well, I got two little quick ones for you. Uh, this lady writes into Dear Carolyn. I love Carolyn Hacks. I think she's pretty on point usually. So she goes like, hey, I'm getting married. I want to just kind of buy a colorful dress at the thrift store, but my mom has visions of me in a white gown and like with my hair and makeup all done. Mm, I don't want to crush my mom's dream. My sister already did that when she failed to live up to my mom's wedding look expectations. I feel like if I don't let my mom dress me up, she'll be hurt and remind us of it for years. At the same time, I just don't want a fancy bridal attire. How do I walk the line? And Carolyn sums this up. She's like, your birth did not start the clock on obligations to fulfill your mother's dreams. You didn't choose to be had. She's entitled to her own dreams, but she doesn't get a say in what you decide to wear or how you live. She does what she does. You do what you do. Others do what they do. And and we love people, right? But at the end of the day, you know, you just tell your mom, I'd love for you to help me shop for a dress, but like, I don't want a fancy white dress. I want something colorful and fun. If you object, then I'll find something else that we can do together to prepare for the wedding. I might have to disagree with that, honestly. With her. you think that she should a live up bit. to her mom's a little bit. There's a couple. Uh, okay, not that stringy. Yeah, I think she should consider them. If I'm being totally honest, especially if her mom's chipping in for the wedding. Well, you know, we don't know if mom's chipping in, so that's a factor. Uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I think it's difficult because we're two guys and we're like, it's a dress, right? Yeah, what but the hell I think do we know? But... For a lot of girls, you know, the wedding dress is like a huge chunk. I would say of the experience. I mean, you would if you're not comfortable in your dress, you know, you're. I feel like you're not really. I don't know. That's like a lot know. of the wedding, I right? Just, I kind of, I kind of get the mom's viewpoint. If the mom wasn't really paying do. a dime, who cares? If the mom's not paying a dime, then it's it's less so. I do agree. If the mom's still like your financially mom, investing, it's still your mom it might be though. Different, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Especially, I I don't think I would feel. Like this, totally. If if the sister hadn't had done the same thing, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, both of them can't just be like, oh, who's gonna make sure her mom gets her dream? Why can't the mom get remarried in a white dress or something? I don't know, I don't man. Know. I think I might be on, with the mom on this one. I, I really, I am. just don't think you, you, you. Hopefully, only have one wedding, right? So it really should be the wedding you want. I don't think it should be the wedding your mom wants. We can still make it the wedding you want and bend a little bit. But a good mom also would like. I know, support, I know, I know, yeah. I know. This is not really the popular opinion. I get that. I'm just saying. I, I get where you're coming. I from. I get it. I get yeah. it. That's all I'll say. I think you said at the end of the day, though, like, you, this is your wedding. you got to make the calls. You can't have your wedding be for other people. And know. people who love you and who disagree or they want a certain vision, they hopefully will love you enough to let it go. All right. Right? I mean, you hope. I've, see, I've been through a wedding, so I've, I've tangled this stuff before. Okay, so this one's a little bit of a long one, but it's interesting. The way a coworker was fired has me worried about my own job. So recently, the marketing director got fired after five and a half years. Um, She wasn't that great at her job, and her boss never really discussed any goals or performance issues. So now I suddenly feel like, can I be fired too? I feel like there might not be any feedback, and that's why I'm worried that, like, if she gets fired without any feedback, you know, does that mean that, like, I could get fired at any point? And Allison's like, well, are you sure that Tori, your manager, wasn't giving feedback or warnings. She's like, you know, I wasn't sure, but we were pretty open, and I feel like I would have heard about it. So she's like, well, there's a few possibilities here. You know, maybe she did, maybe your manager's boss did talk about reasons, like, that weren't going well, and it was sugar-coated or it wasn't handled right. Um, Maybe it just, at the end of the day, things just weren't salvageable, and it wasn't anything that... You know, in the moment, it was just kind of like looking back on those five years. 
Um, and maybe he's a terrible manager in general. Um, or maybe it's something that happened immediately, like something that's like an egregious moment. But she does, you know, at the end of the day, you know, get feedback. Is there another person you can get feedback from, too? You know, think of it from that point, standpoint. And how are other firings happening in your company? All that will give you good data to kind of see, make you feel better about the situation. But I, here's here's where I am. It's very intriguing to me, but I am always surprised by how long it takes for companies to fire bad people. It takes a while. It takes a while. It does. I have a friend who, this person in the Name company, them. no, of course not. You know, for the three people who tune in, of course not. Um, I have a friend who, this person's been demoted four times in the company, is still around. Demote, demoted four times? Yeah. What are you at eventually at that point? I mean, you, you go from manager to like co supervisor to, you know, colleague to Intern? Like, assistant. <laughs> right, right. But like, I think companies think that, like, oh God, if we fire someone, the paperwork and the time that we don't have an employee and having to find a new employee, but it's like I feel like it's always wasting, either really easy to fire someone or really hard. I I don't know. I'm just always surprised. In this situation, though, you know, the mystery is she says in her letter, she's like, yeah, she wasn't that good of an employee, but like she didn't get any, she didn't have any goals, and like well, her manager wasn't good. But it's like, well, listen, everyone's fired for a reason, and there's probably a million things behind the scenes that you just didn't know about. Yeah, I, I guarantee. Agree. So the general rule, at least in my opinion, is if no one's talking to you about performance and really worried, then you're probably fine. Yeah. The only the only reason you'd worry about that is layoffs and stuff like that, because that comes out yeah. of the blue. But being fired, fired for job performance, I kind of I feel like they. And talk that's to you that's stuff. the thing. I I genuinely, even if you're a shitty manager, you're going to be talking to someone that you want to fire, right? Right. Like you got to be like, hey, girl, you're not doing good. I wouldn't worry about it. There's probably things behind the scenes yeah. that you're just not aware of. Have you ever seen anyone get fired on the spot? Mm-hmm. I personally have never seen that. I've had I'm trying bunch, to think. I've had a bunch of retail jobs. So you think, oh, no, I take that back. I've, se- I've seen one person fired on the spot. One person. I feel like, and I don't think I'm fabricating, but I, but I can't really remember. I feel like when I was serving down at the flats, a couple people like walked out, for sure. Well, that's quitting. That's well, a couple people walked out, and I'm wondering if someone else got fired. I, I remembered the one day I was doing like the one girl didn't show up and I knew she got fired because of that. So in a way I kind of witnessed why no call, she was no show. Yeah. She was like, deuces. I uh, saw when I worked at uh, McDonald's, I saw one of my uh, coworkers get fired because he went and started grinding on our manager. Uh, Gone. Why would he even do that? He was a pothead. Oh, he was probably yeah. high. Yeah. Probably thought it was funny, but it wasn't. We were also 15. Oh, well, that kind of explains it. Immaturity and all that. <laughs> well, another rusing, darker edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable. We'll see you next time. Later. Peace out.